0: You've taken your first step into a larger world. The Force will be with you. Always.
1: Welcome to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, a journey from the Phantom Menace to the Rise of Skywalker. Now, here are your hosts, Calvin, Andy, and Wyatt.
0: Hello there. Welcome to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, a chronological journey from the Phantom Menace to the Rise of Skywalker, one arc at a time. I'm Calvin. I've seen a lot of Star Wars. I'm Wyatt. I
1: have seen probably too much Star Wars, if we're being honest. I need an intervention.
2: I'm Andy. I've seen a little bit of Star Wars, but actually, and I've realized this, not enough to know what you're referencing, Calvin, when you're like, hello there, at the beginning
0: of the podcast. (laughs) No, that's the thing. I I, (laughs) I did kind of notice that. Well, no, here's the thing. In season one, episode four, General Grievous jumps down uh, from a ledge to Obi-Wan's level and says, hello there. So I am... In a way, referencing that, yeah, but well, that was referencing it's something an else. An Obi Wan thing, yeah. Well, because he yeah. does it in his Obi Wan voice.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm being <laughs> have facetious. Have we talked
2: about? Have we? We've definitely talked about how Calvin kept asking me in Animal Crossing like to get a beard so that he could. Oh, um, uh,
0: we yeah, we mentioned it. Yeah, we have
2: mentioned that. Yeah,
0: no, like refresher. Calvin likes Obi Wan. <laughs> I do. I love you, yeah, McGregor. I, I that. watched the YouTube video of your song, like. Twice in the past 24 hours, just because of how (laughs) incredible I think Ewan McGregor is. Yeah, he's good at singing. He's good at acting. I think he would have been a good Bond had Daniel Craig not been picked. Huh. So that would be a fascinating alternate universe. Yeah. So, anyway. uh,
2: yeah. What do we, what yeah. do we
0: watch? So this week with Clone Wars, we watch the Citadel arc, the Padawan lost arc, and the, I don't know what to call it. Water war arc, I guess. The Mon Calamari arc the is Mon Calamari what I see it arc. referred to. Okay. So our quick summaries for the Citadel arc. When Jedi Evan Piel and his captain are <laughs> captured and a.k.a. Ha- Pink Yoda. <laughs> that is that how I pronounce it? I've actually really only ever read it aloud except for the very beginning of the thing. Evan Peel? I think that's Uh, it. Master Peel is... Master Peel. I don't know. I remember his accent, his Russian accent. Yeah. That's that's a note I have. Anyway, um, when Jedi Evan Peel and his captain are captured and held in the formidable prison, the Citadel, and the Separatists are torturing them for information about secret hyperspace routes, the Jedi must mount a mission to save him. Anakin does not think Ahsoka is ready for the mission, but she thinks that she is. So, she sneaks aboard him on the mission anyway. They manage to rescue Evan Peel and his captain, Captain Tarkin, but have a very difficult time escaping the planet due to the machinations of Osa Sobek, Warden of the Citadel. Much action happens resulting in the deaths of Echo and Evan Peel himself, but Anakin, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, and Tarkin manage to get the information back to Coruscant. In the Padawan Lost arc, the season three finale, Ahsoka is kidnapped. Trandoshan game hunters capture Ahsoka to release her and hunt her on their planet. She proves this is
1: this is a children's
0: show. (laughs) Yeah, poaching, kidnapping hunting. She proves to be more than they can handle as she escapes and runs into three other captured younglings. The four of them try to escape, but it results in both Ahsoka offing one of the Trandoshans, as well as the death of another one of the younglings, Khalifa. The younglings manage to escape again and run into a new friend, Chewbacca the Wookiee. Chewie manages to contact his fellow Wookies, and they come and rescue the younglings from the Trandoshans in the final fight, resulting in Ahsoka murdering yet another Trandoshan. And in the water war arc the planet mon Cala is home to two feuding peoples the mon calamari and the quarren spurred on by the separatists the quarren refused to accept the mon calamari prince as their new ruler because he's got an
1: annoying voice
0: yeah that's also another one my notes.
1: honestly this is the uh there's several of the like for me most notable annoying voices in the show in these episodes, I that's
0: yeah, I agree with that because the Trend Oceans are also I can't stand and so uh, back,
1: so yeah. back. Yeah, Which, James Arnold Taylor, who voices Obi Wan, great voice actor. I want to kick him in the nuts for that voice. Yeah, <clears throat> it drives me up the wall. It's like it actually like sets off the sort of like nails on a chalkboard thing for me.
0: Anyway, we can get back to that later. So the Separatists pushing the Quarren against the Mon Cala uh, cause a civil war on Mon Calamari. And the Republic comes in to help the Mon Calamari great peace. The Quarren run Prince Leechar and Anakin and Ahsoka and Padme and Kitfisto out of the city. The rest of the Jedi look to the Gungans as reinforcements and they bring Jar Jar along to help them. And the separatists then win that battle and take all the Moncala and Gungans as slaves. In the end, Prince Lee Char manages to unite the Moncala and the Quarren together against the separatists and ushers in a great reign of peace for Monkalamari.
2: Yeah. Okay. okay. Also,
0: also, there's a shark, and there's also a there's shark.
2: Sexy shark people, and sexy Kit Fisto. We had that was the water one was a fun little moment. It was um, fun.
0: Water war was fun. I um, it's fun. It's in enjoyable. I think it's one episode too long.
2: Yes, I would agree. I think it's it's definitely drawn out.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, too, because I I think I will say that coming up soon about some of the four parters, which is because Clone Wars Hmm. starts doing four part arcs for the first time, really, where it's literally a four part episode. So it's interesting. I I I think it it sort of flows to me in the same way as some of the other uh, three parters, like the Ryloth episodes and stuff like that. Although it's a little less like like the Riloft episodes, each tell one story, but they're sort of all in a row. This was definitely like three parts of one thing.
2: I don't know. I my this was it was like a fun arc. I don't think it was like the best constructed, and I definitely think there were a, there was a lot of wasted potential. I mean, Padme's there, right? Yeah, and Padme, so and she's just there. She's she there. Really do she, anything. She's there
0: for purposes of the story. It is because yeah. of her that Anakin and Ahsoka go to Mont and, and then she doesn't have that much of a use other than a side character until she serves as stakes for Anakin to give up information.
2: Yeah, and that just really felt like a waste to me. I feel like Padme is such a cool character, and it's like, don't have her there just for Anakin, you know? Have her be your own person. But overall, I thought the prince, he was endearing in moments, but I think that that whole plot line was like a little it was cute yeah. it was cute but it he didn't always surprise grows me. on me yeah i think by the end like he's he's cute i didn't find his voice that annoying i found him endearing <clears throat> except no the- i like
1: him i i just to be clear i i enjoy him i think he's a fun fun little character even though i do always giggle at an unironically pro monarchy story which is not Star Wars' fault, nor are they the worst defenders of it. They're fish people in space. It's not like they don't have to deal with the repercussions of England. Uh, like, I, I, I enjoy, I actually enjoy his, I enjoy Ackbar in this. Yeah. This is the first time we've seen him. He's an original trilogy. He's, he originated in the original movies. We see him younger than we see him in the original movies. I actually think because we got to talk about the cameos in these like these. This is all like Chewbacca is here. Tarkin it is, is
0: here. Tarkin. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: But there are three that fit really, really well. Like uh, I I like all of them. And I think it would have been like, especially in this one, a disservice. We didn't see Akbar because we're going to Mon Calamari. We're I, I'm going to bring this up for this entire episode. But the animation was off the chain. So in this like 3D animating water is incredibly hard. And even though they didn't have to do like the surface stuff th- yeah. that
0: much. But like the physics of the bubbles, though, I was noticing yeah, that they today. had to.
1: Well, and everything about how the characters interact with the environment, like they're floating, not standing. It's yeah. I don't know. At this point, the the animation team is firing on all cylinders. And this technically always and everyone has a new uniform, like everyone has a new costume. Like they're just doing things animated shows don't do at this point. And that is uh, because of the sweet, sweet pocketbook of George Lucas. Mm -hmm. But like like we're sort of just getting back to it now. Like in the streaming era, there's so much money in it that you can have like incredibly extravagant productions. But like. Good Lord. I don't think I really appreciated it at the time.
2: I was really impressed with it, too. I found, like, be I, I was really engaged with this arc, especially because it was so fun to look at. I think that that can be... I don't know. It's not... It, Clone Wars isn't always the best-looking show, and so you have to, like, love the... the I, I don't know. In the past episodes, it was really like, if the plot's not good, I'm not going to be engaged. But this one was... This arc was able to slide on having some... Uh, you know, an okay, but not great plot because it was just so cool. It was just so fucking cool to watch. And the fights were really interesting. The The fight scenes were definitely one of the things that I was like, eh, they definitely could have cut this, but I'm glad that they didn't because it, they're just so fucking cool. And I like the gun guns. I don't know. Yeah, I was really excited be, that they showed up.
0: That's got to be a are Guinness okay? World. What? Are, are you okay, Me? Andy?
2: I'm okay. I'm okay. I thought I just, I really, I liked Jar Jar in this episode. I know that we talk shit about him and that he, he's problematic, right? Like he's caused a lot of problems. You have
0: to spend half the third episode looking at his knot on Padme's face
2: stop i thought it was so funny i was just like look at this little guy i thought it was so I, cute i'm sorry why
1: I, I interrupted it. you earlier no, it's, i just think it's funny that the the diving off the star destroyer cracks me up every single time it's so funny to me because i'm just like they gotta go lower right and then they just yeet themselves they right off the go. ship
2: oh my god <laughs> this really is just an insane group of episodes i can't even begin to like There was the snot. I think also just the sheer amount of characters in this arc really surprises me. I mean, we're so used to seeing like an army of clones and an army of robots that it was so. Yeah,
0: Rex is barely in these, right? Yeah, he's he's like, is he even there? I know. I mean, like we never saw his. I think he's on the cruiser at one point.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because I remember that. So this is now season four, right? Yeah. So this is the la- this is right before they update his animation. I think this is the last time we see old Rex before he, we get to the, the next
0: episodes. Yeah. Cause the most notable clone that I saw was, um, had yellow armor. And I assume that that was yep. one of Kit Fisto's. The scuba clones. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Scuba clones. It was just they so look,
1: cool. They looked cool in the old 2D animated series. This is like a completely different design from it. Still look cool. I, I, I just, uh, there's, just design wise, I agree with you guys that the plot's a little light. It's it's just a, a standard yeah. Civil War slash like young hero has to prove himself. Yeah, plot it's line. Like Civil but
2: War, but the, we all will
1: come the together. The crazy droids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The I don't know. I, I, I remember seeing the trailer for the season four and seeing the first like shots of this and being let, and being genuinely really impressed I had to watch this trailer. I don't even think really like YouTube was barely a thing. I think I watched this on Star Wars.com and it was like embedded in their player.
2: Oh my god!
1: How cute. Older, yeah, that,
2: But that really or like is- on IGN. That's the thing that really is insane to me is is how old it is. These episodes don't feel old to me, you know?
1: Yep. We've hit that point. Like uh, you were talking about how Clone Wars is sort of a chore to look at earlier. We're beyond that point. And honestly, I don't think we ever go back to it being like genuinely sort of like oof to look at all of. And we've sort of been getting there for a while because the new like side character designs have been better. And now that they've updated our main boy's. (laughs) Ahsoka is one of the boys now that they've updated everyone like we're sort of I don't know, I I never sort of minded Anakin's old look like with his armor and it it really it's his face until you Andy pointed it (laughs) out. And I just like am glad we get beefier Anakin now.
2: Oh, my God. His body proportions look so much better.
1: I mean, he. he went. He went to college and started. He gained the freshman 15. He's not older than us. (laughs) He just he turned into a real adult. It's actually wild that like that's because it is just they updated his character model, but it's kind of realistic for how old he's supposed to be.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Can we talk? Can we talk about the Citadel? Because isn't that (laughs) Calvin Calvin and I
1: never got that. uh, physique
0: boost. I have been a twig my whole life. (laughs) Yeah, you uh, wanted to talk about the Citadel. Citadel. Yeah, because this
2: is this is where we first see their updates, right?
1: We gotta. We we've Did gotten we some sort them? of. Well, so Mortis had it.
2: You're right. You're right. You're right. Mortis had it, but I was, Mortis I was just gonna so say, crazy. Uh, I was not even like yeah. paying attention. I think. I think because these were, these episodes were so focused on yeah, Ahsoka. This was, a, this was a
1: trio story. This was an Anakin Obi-Wan Ahsoka story. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that I, well, this one and then the next arc, so seeing Ahsoka so much made me realize like, damn, she looks good. How much I didn't notice during Mortis.
1: Actually, fun fact about the way we used to consume information about this show. Ahsoka's design was first revealed not on the Internet, not in a trailer, but in the in a preview image in the Star Wars Insider magazine that was like subscription only. And I had one because that was like I it was a cool thing to read every month. And this was sort of before this was like right before everything became super accessible and like the uh, the wiki became the Wikipedia took off and I wasn't like old and I wasn't on forums or anything really in any meaningful way in that I posted. So like the way I consumed Star Wars content and fan content was through this magazine. That's where I, that's where Ahsoka's design was first revealed. And I remember thinking it looked cool then. And I agree with my uh, decade ago self now.
2: It looks yeah. great. I liked this arc a lot. I liked the Citadel arc a lot more than I thought it would I think one, they look great. I think it's like a rescue. Yeah, it's right?
0: a heist, basically.
1: Yeah.
2: It's cool. It's fucking cool. I really like Captain Tarkin. I thought Captain he was Turkin. so freaking cool. Um <laughs> He's such an asshole and having him and Anakin just talking about how the Jedi are peacekeepers and how they really fail a lot of the time because of their you know moral high ground and their Jedi ways and it was just so fucking cool to see Captain Tarkin and like I don't know there's a part of me that thinks like what if what if Anakin just like left the Jedi right now what if because he says that thing right he's like you should just you'd be a good captain or whatever and I'm like wow, Anakin, you should just leave the Jedi and just be like a normal army dude. You'd yeah. do so no, well, much better, King.
1: There's definitely two sides to Anakin. Where like one, he's a very good soldier, but two, he really like needs the sort of unrest. He needs the maverickness of the Jedi. Like yeah, that's a good he, word, maverickness. Like he, it's not a word I made it up, but uh, <laughs> he he needs to have some freedom, and the Jedi, as rigid as they are, do allow that because. Anakin would get court-martialed before 5 that's missions true. in. Like that's he would take true. his ship to rescue his friends and they would be like I mean this was like earlier in the seasons they were like dude you're supposed to be reinforcing this convoy why are you, why are you looking for Plo Koon? And he's sort of able to get away with that because he's a Jedi. He would just get he would get chucked out of the army. <laughs> hey, I But I I see what you mean though about like and I think that's a cool cuz we have we've had Jedi, we've had clones, and then we've had sort of like regular folks But we haven't had any like regular commissioned officers of any note that weren't just sort of like there there to stand and be captain. Yeah,
0: the only one that I remember is the one that Boba kidnapped.
1: Yeah, with the uh, pointy beard. That was also who I thought of. But he is just there to be like he's like the guest Star Trek admirals. Like he's just there for an episode to be official and like say important things. And Tarkin is there giving like really strong viewpoints.
2: Yes, yes. And and I just think it's really, it really is an interesting thing because with the Jedi and the clones, it leads to this idea of like, this is what the army is. They don't have an army. The only army is clones. And it's like, no, there are people, you know, there are actual people. Not that the clones aren't people, because I do believe there are people, but like there are people out there who would have fought without having to be bred for it.
1: Yeah, there seems know. to be, at the very least, some sort of a naval tradition like there. We don't see a whole lot of like, I think the only the only one I can think of that was like a an army soldier type guy was the Captain Argaius way back in season one. But he worked for the Senate. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not even I'm not because the the whole point of like Attack of the Clones is the Republic doesn't have an army.
0: Yeah, but yeah. They, they've got to have some. They've, yeah, they've clearly figured something out by now
1: but also with it's where the lore isn't that deep but it's also fascinating to think about with the stuff we do have cuz like Admiral Yularen's backstory implies that there was a navy. I don't know. I want that story now. I want uh I want the uh like I want the Republic Navy 10 years before the Phantom Menace.
2: I on god though like this can't be
1: I've just invented Star Trek. I've I've realized. There, <laughs>
2: um. <laughs> but there has to be there has to have been something. They can't just have it just be the fucking Jedi. And then they were like, dang, we need clones. Like yeah, there had to have, have been something galaxies. else. Yeah. 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 So that's just something that is interesting to me, but also Tarkin just as a person, as a character, I like him a lot. He's such a little asshole. Impeccable, I,
1: impeccable voice work as well. Oh uh, my God. I will say he's, so there was Tarkin was a an old, a character that appeared in movie things you haven't seen yet. And the actor is voice matching the original actor pretty much to perfection Mm -hmm. this is i think the best i've ever this is the best like maybe this and james arnold taylor's obi-wan are the ones that where i don't notice at all the difference
2: (laughs) that's cool that's good i just thought he was neat i liked him
1: also rest in peace my boy echo
2: (laughs) oh oh shit let's talk about that that was so abrupt
1: yeah i was like damn what the fuck
0: really harsh look at the disposability of clones oh my god it's
1: it's one of the uh it's one of the harshest like he just died it didn't really mean anything they like it was just a thing that happens during the mission except we knew his name and like he was a character to us this was also a long every time i was like hey i like that clone and would like talk about it to my friends he ate it every single time Mm. there was like a long string of my favorite clones dying uh, with the exception being uh, Commander Cody, who I liked Oy. as a kid more than Rex, who didn't, who, di- who. who. But like this, the, like seasons two and three, that just was like, oh, another one of my favorite clones is dead. Excellent.
2: Yeah. And it just sucks so bad. I love, I can't believe they did that. I just, when that happened, I was like, it, so I is, was uh, speechless.
1: One more domino, one domino yeah. left.
2: Yeah. Yeah, who's left? Fives. Who's the other one? Five. just right? fives.
1: Fives made it out. Um
2: God, that sucks. I miss Heavy so bad, guys. Bring <laughs> bring back my boy. Where is he?
0: You want Heavy to be um, miraculously um uh raised him from the dead.
2: We could say we didn't see revived. his body. We didn't see his body. They could bring him back. <sighs> Even though they did finish the series.
1: <laughs> they could yeah. bring him
2: back. They could be like, hey, he made it out. I mean actually. they they
1: could and we're just not telling they you. Could. You never know.
2: Let's fingers crossed. We didn't tell you I Darth Maul so. was going
1: to come back. Oh, <laughs> no.
2: Oh, my God. No, but I definitely knew. I definitely I said it on the podcast. I
1: knew Darth I Maul was back. I think you did, back. which is one of the craziest like predictions, given how little you knew about Star Wars. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm genuinely
1: like, impressed by that because he was he was famous for being like a super cool villain who died. That was his thing. He had the sickest lightsaber duel ever. He looked awesome, and he died. Those were like his three character traits, and so it's it's fascinating with the modern context to sort of look back and then have you get only that and be like, "This fucker's coming back."
2: (laughs) Well, he's cool. Look on. I mean, that's sort
1: of all you need in Star Wars. Well, Well, yeah.
2: (laughs) Why would they kill someone who's dope? Exactly, like how they killed that. That's, the that's Echo. Echo's thinking
1: in the in the in the afterlife. Like, why did they kill someone who's oh, dope? Why
2: did they kill an original gangster? Like,
1: um, uh. literally, they were old clones. We've like, uh, we sort of yeah. These aren't you know, clones. I think. Yeah, we don't got- see we don't see that many named five hundred first in this episode versus like we have a couple who will be reappearing in the next block of episodes. We have like Jesse and kicks and hard case, but we haven't really got to know them yet. And they weren't in this. It was just regular blue stripe, orange stripe clones Mm -hmm. Yeah, who also ate it quite a bit. I I still vividly remember the, uh, and even before the episodes, the The one who uh, uh, that guy and the guy who gets electrified on the wall Uh, when they're climbing up. Yeah. It was I don't know the the Citadel, the concept of the Citadel is super cool. I yeah. like I like the the sort of maze prison and I, I enjoy that, like, I don't know, the the planet that's like cracked in half It was very Doctor Who. I don't mm-hmm.
2: really like the Citadel because, right, they said this thing where they were like, it's cool as a concept, but they say this thing where they're like, it's for the for jedi it's for jedi who go rogue or something like that right right that's the concept it's for like bad bad jedi so i'm like why are we not putting the sith in here where the why is dooku not here why do we not put anakin in here when he goes bad why do we have they were like let's introduce this place that is impossible to escape from they almost don't escape and then what are we just not going to use it are we just going to be like swag
0: well, it's ever, just had had the Emperor has had control of it for several years. I do, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think but that
2: forever it, are we? Are they always going to have it? Well, I do you think they're
0: the, going to put a Jedi who just leaves the order, the, like Dooku did with in the, the Citadel. Sith,
1: though, is that they're very hard to catch? <laughs> I think if they had a did Sith, say they say so. would put him there. They spent. They can't even catch Grievous. They have. We we have these whole. We, they've been chasing him for the whole series. That's true. Yeah. No. I. he was. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in these episodes with the. The dogs and just like the water war it just gets progressively wilder as it goes along.
2: I can't imagine trying to explain what the things that happen in this episode to someone who hasn't seen
1: Clone Wars. This is why
0: I pre-write my (laughs) summaries This is why
1: Calvin can't explain any of the episodes, even though they're, like, extremely straightforward and easy to follow while you're watching them. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's not a complicated series, but then you're just like, okay, and then they escaped and then they let out some space dogs to chase them, and then the space dogs (laughs) killed Pink Yoda and it was really sad.
2: It sounds like a little kid telling a story, like, and Yeah. And and then, and then there were dogs.
1: (laughs) Also, Also uh, it gets overshadowed by the next episodes, but Ahsoka's first, this is the first time Ahsoka kills a person, not a droid. Yeah. Um, She's sure mercs Sobek in order to save the mission.
2: Who is that again? Is that the annoying guy?
0: Yeah. The, yeah, the, the reptilian warden yeah, guy.
2: I did. I was not a fan. Not nope. a fan. Not Me a, not a he fan died. of this. Yeah, this and that's man. It, yeah,
0: yeah. And like us being glad when he died kind of overshadowed the fact that it was her first one. But like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I know, and he just I
0: didn't even realize that, that was her first He kill. does
1: the same thing that Riz Ahmed does in Venom, where he just keeps yelling. Don't let them escape like he just keeps he's like the warden of this impenetrable prison and he just keeps getting madder and madder and madder as mm-hmm. obviously the heroes escape because they're the heroes. And sometimes that fun, that's fun, but I don't know, it's 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 worn thin on me recently. It Dooku doesn't make was, a it doesn't make an intimidating villain to me.
2: Dooku was making me chuckle with his interactions with him, though, when yes. he was like, I was hoping to surprise you with good news. And Dooku went, yes, the news would be a surprise. I was like, damn, son. Roast I do. him.
1: I really enjoy Dooku's phone calls, essentially. Yeah. He's funny on all of them, honestly. <laughs>
0: When's the last time that we've seen him in person?
1: Oh, he was my God. Ventress? In- yeah, we saw yeah. Him. I mean, we saw him in that the Ventress arc. Yeah, okay. But he wasn't really, he interacted with the Jedi on his ship, right? Did he ever interact with the Jedi in that arc? I he think just, so. I yeah. think yeah. there was but,
0: definitely a point when there were like five lightsabers at once. Yeah, or but six, but generally he he's been two. sort of in the separatist fleet,
1: wherever the separatist fleet is. Or on Sereno. but, but yeah. Yes, but we, but uh, Nice Sisters was the first time we'd seen Sereno, because I think it was the first time they animated it. <laughs> but uh, he'd been, he's been doing this sort of like calling his underlings and being like, well, you failed again
2: yeah i like dooku he's yeah, he's he, he growing on me he's a funny motherfucker you,
1: you really just can't get good help if you're a sith
2: no you really can't i keep thinking he had this, to fire
1: right? he had to fire Ventress, who was his only competent uh person
2: he should just do shit himself i don't this know is why. why
1: this is why interference <laughs> from management is so problematic yeah it interferes mm-hmm. with the work of conquering the galaxy getting done Ventress needs a union Actually, she has a union. That's why she went home. <laughs> yes. True.
2: <laughs> Should we talk? Should we move on? Should we move to? I want to ask yeah.
0: briefly, Andy, what, oh, um, what? about R2, how you thought about R2 in this episode. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, oh, I actually do have thoughts about this. R2 had a, that was really cute. R2's relationship with the I love the, the, the reprogram
0: squad. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: when, the, when that droid was like, it's been an honor to serve under you. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Why did he say that? It's just so weird. It's like, were you programmed to be like weirdly polite? <laughs> like why maybe 3PO
1: reprogrammed them.
2: it was the idea that that um, R2 like because re- R2 because these these were droids who had been reprogrammed by by was it by R2 I'm assuming it's, it was who it's reprogrammed by that?
1: the Republic I don't think it's ever specified Yeah, but
2: the, the idea that they were like hey we're not only are we going to just reprogram this droid but we're going to reprogram it to be like to have like an honor code and to be it was just wild that gave me a giggle. That was cute. You know, R2 is still I'm not like, oh, my God, R2. But it was fun. Like, he was cute in these episodes. I, you
1: know, it's a fun little sort of side thing of him and his yeah, little.
2: It's just weird and funny. Like, it's kind of absurd. And that made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't yeah know. It was. a. I don't know. It's, I think, a really good use of the battle droid humor in a way that we hadn't seen before. Not just them being idiots, but them sort of like they're sort of free of their central programming, but they're also still not that bright.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, th- yeah, that's a very good point. Actually. I do get tired of them just being stupid all the time.
1: Yeah. Well, so I think there's sort of like a double thing going on with them is that they they're cheap. So they're easy to destroy. Like the Jedi just cut them up like butter, but also they're really not investing anything into their brains, which I think is an extremely intentional thing from the Clone Wars crew to contrast them against the clones where like, Who are super inventive and like and a lot of clone stories really hammer hard how like creative they are.
2: And passionate and driven and innovative. Are you applying to college? I love them. (laughs) No, actually, technically, yes, I am.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know the the passionate, driven. It just sounds like uh, how do you name three three things to describe yourself?
0: Calvin, I can't hear you. I muted myself for a hot sec because okay. I have white noise or something. Uh, passionate, driven, inventive. is what I said. Um, yeah. Also, just of note before we move on, f- uh, f- uh, you know, really inventive, to use a, word, a cool word, way <laughs> of getting into the Citadel to freeze oneself so that your life form does not show up.
1: Yeah. And that's a that'll, that's a classic Star Wars technology that we're seeing sort of for the first time. And it's fun. I love that. I love it as the way Ahsoka sneaks on the mission.
0: Do I have (laughs) carbon? I love Obi Wan at that moment. Yeah. Anyway, Obi
1: Wan just is like, ah, that is your problem. (laughs) (laughs) I have decided to not be a teacher right now. It's like when they ignore the kids fighting at recess just Mm because one of them is getting what they deserve. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Fun. So Obi Wan's just like, well, well, well. If it isn't the consequences of your own actions, Anakin.
2: yeah it's like hey you created a mini you what did you expect yeah.
1: speaking talk... of creating a mini him yeah this yeah, is yeah. these i think are still among my favorite episodes in the whole series i love them this is a top tier ahsoka content yeah. let's padawan talk lost?
2: about yeah let's talk about padawan lost and
0: wookie hunt
2: um weird it's a weird concept i'm not this is definitely like a trope, right? The yeah, they're doing the people uh, who most, hunt other most people. dangerous
1: game. It's a yeah, old, I can't remember who wrote it. I think the I think it might be the same guy who wrote Heart of Darkness. Uh, let me see. No, but it's a it's a it's a it's a short story about a big game hunter who gets hunted, uh, like people hunted in the on an island in the Caribbean. Mm. So, like, they're doing that. But they've also brought in the like Trandoshans versus Wookiees conflict from from uh, old Star Wars lore. Trandoshans have always been hunters. Uh, we met Bosk uh, in the Boba Fett arc. It is a weird concept. It's super fucked up. I it's just a, I, it's so fucked up. To be
2: honest, to be honest, I find this to be a very boring concept. I've seen this before. So it's mm-hmm. like, cool. cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, cool, it's, cool, cool.
0: yeah, it's also like Hunger Games, too, with like young yeah. people. So yeah.
1: like, so this was like contemporaneous to Hunger Games. So I think we got a little oversaturated with this around that time.
2: Yeah, but but the thing, but whatever Hunger Games has its merits. This was fine. I think that the things that make this this episode, these the series of episodes interesting is not the concept of like being hunted. Agreed. It's, definitely. It is Ahsoka learning how to lead. It is Ahsoka learning how to...
1: It's Ahsoka's Zuko alone.
2: Yeah, it really is. I'm. It's so impressive to me to watch her being a badass. I mean, these people, they're like, no, we can't do this. You're, you know, you're not as good as they are. And she, and, and there's that, what, what the fuck? She has that line where they're like, don't overestimate your abilities or whatever. And she was like, I'm not. Um, Because Ahsoka Ahsoka, knows how good she is. Ahsoka, your Anakin is showing. Your Anakin is fucking showing. And also the thing that I loved about these episodes was that Anakin's Anakin Anakin was showing. Anakin's (laughs) Anakin was was out for everybody to see. And, And they were just like, all right, Anakin, get over it. We're going. And he just had to deal with that. And that was just so fun for me to watch. Yeah. Yet no, at the I end of the episode,
0: that. no one offered him any help about it, though. Like, that is also kind of what goes against the Jedi Order, but like Jedi Code, but like, you know, they were helping him remember that in the moment. But at the end, he was still so relieved. And people are like, no one is like, dude, your attachment was nearly going too far.
1: Speaking, well, for people who don't have attachment codes, I enjoy, there's just a subtle, Thing about how how hard Rex is looking for Ahsoka mm. at the at the, when when she's lost, mm-hmm. and I like hints of their friendship. I, I think it's cool. They're both Anakin's kids, basically.
2: You know, it's interesting because obviously, yeah, the Jedi have this thing where they're like, we're not supposed to have attachments, but over and over again, I find that the attachments to each other like make them stronger people. Yeah, you know, Ahsoka uh, is strong because. Of Anakin, you know, because yeah. of how much they care about each other. And I think that that is a big part of like what pushes her through all of that. Um, yeah, And that- the hope that like, like the knowledge that she's, I don't know, she isn't really alone.
1: Yeah. I don't know. She says that in her, her speech to him at the end, basically. Yeah. I do think there's is. The Jedi's no attachment rule is fairly strict, but the, the actual content of the show is definitely like showing the difference between healthy and unhealthy attachment. And mm-hmm. definitely a, a huge theme of the series is like it's not that Anakin has attachments. It's how he deals with them or yes. doesn't deal with it. Yeah, like he like it looks more stressed than Ahsoka. And Ahsoka's being people hunted.
2: No, absolutely. I I would agree with that. He's, but also I feel, I feel angry with the Jedi. I am like, this is a little girl who is lost, who you are responsible for. And you're just going to be like, let's go. Like, what the fuck? So I can't, I don't know. I don't really like the Jedi very much, but I do think Anakin was being a little extra.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think, I don't know. I I find Plo Koon really interesting in this, like the way he interacts with Anakin and like sort of reminds him like, Ahsoka is like Ahsoka is more than just like your responsibility, but also there is the weird sort of Jedi like he he gives off a little bit a little bit too much Luminara,
0: especially as you know someone who is as important to Ahsoka yeah. as Plo Koon is. Yep.
2: Oh my god! Uh, Bring back Luminara's Padawan. What the fuck's her name? Starts with the V. Barris. Bring back Barris. <laughs> bring back Barris. Hashtag BBB. Bring back Barris. Um, I'm so sick of all these other losers. I'm so sick of these fucking loser Padawans. I want cool Padawans. Fucking Khalifa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that she yeah. died. It was sad. But I was oh, also like, damn. I- it still, here.
1: it still gets. I think that's one of the like most fucked up moments in the whole series. She gets shot, right, and she just dies on screen. Oh, it's so sad. She's a kid. She's younger than Ahsoka. Yeah, and she gets killed for, for basically no reason. It's yeah. it's for, that for the ends the episode value. too. I had to wait a week. That was so so crazy. And then there were
2: the other kids who are just I don't know. I think they're lame. And yeah, it's (laughs) also lame. This is
0: the first time that it kind of dawned on me that they specifically described themselves as younglings and not padawans.
2: Yeah, yeah, I thought that they
0: were a little bit cradle robbed.
1: They should have cast. My pet peeve with those uh, the other ones, not Khalifa, is that
0: they have. They sound so old.
1: Yeah, they
2: sound old. It's Kanan syndrome.
1: I can't say that. They yeah they they because because they're just using the voice actors they had but get to the animated Star Wars project that cast somebody as a kid who really sounds like a kid and it it, it vastly improves yeah. everything about the character and I think because uh, these there was nothing wrong with them I was rooting for them with Ahsoka I thought they were kind of fun like I wanted I didn't want them to die but I think it would have really hit home for me if they sounded young and mm-hmm. it, yeah. maybe it's it's possible that they were told no you cannot make them you have to make them at least seem like teenagers instead of 11 year olds uh, i don't know but given what was in these episodes in terms of on-screen deaths i wouldn't be surprised if they were like yo yeah <laughs> chill the fuck out
0: that's like his body know. count triples in this episode you know her fight with the the uh head
1: transition in the in the trophy room is so brutal yeah
2: and she but she honestly like still impresses me she has that moment where she's like don't kill out of anger like that's not the yeah. jedi way
1: well and she wasn't gonna kill she really didn't want to kill anybody she killed somebody by accident and somebody in self-defense like after warning him
0: like don't pick if up you that try, monster if, yeah. you, if
1: you try to kill me again i'm going to kill you i like that the, the my i really it cracks me up every time when the when he's dead on the pavement and the wookiee these are looking up at her like, damn
2: girl. Oh, right, Chewbacca. Chewbacca's in these episodes. That's yeah. crazy. What and like fuck? Chewbacca.
1: So what did you know about Chewbacca before this?
2: Okay, okay. So I obviously I know what he looks like. Chewbacca is a super popular character, so I know what he looks like, I know what he sounds like. I know that he's in the original movies, obviously, and that he does yeah. shit. I'm pretty sure he's like buddies with Princess Leia's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i don't know what his name is we now like
1: we now speak like (laughs) fluent prequels so it's very funny whenever we ask you to talk about anything else thank you for that (laughs) gem it will sustain me the rest of the week
0: buddies with princess leia's boyfriend that was funny Yeah,
1: boy um (laughs) you're not wrong you're 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 correct um but it's funny seeing him here as like the first appearance because he gets his it's cool he has like a hero he's a hero in these
2: it's just so random it's like okay what's up why are Wookiees
1: just like op fighters what the fuck they're seven (laughs) feet tall and jacked like
0: i mean i mean yeah you don't see them under all that hair but like mm. they also hurry for that I'm sorry. This,
2: no, no, this is like some furry shit. They were like, we're going to create these like scary monsters and you, and who are hot and also they're like they're scary monsters but they're also like
1: fuckers they're also dogs Mm -hmm. like they're chewbacca yeah chewbacca's a person like clearly but he's modeled after i think i don't know if it's george lucas's dog or like he's definitely modeled after the idea of your your sort of family dog like he does these sort of adorable he's he's doesn't in the original movies more where like i don't know in it i swear it's i'm making it sound worse than it is but like no, I I, I know what you mean. It's certainly where the noises come from.
2: The thing that I love, though, is that Ahsoka knows how to speak Wookiee, I guess. Like, Ahsoka understands, right? Did I yeah. imagine that? No, yeah, I she, mean, she, she can she, just speak She understood Wookie. him
1: incredibly she was
2: speaking but she she definitely heard she definitely could understand what he was saying she was translating and that that showed the difference between her and the other younglings um but it also was just like damn bitch when did you do this when have you met a fucking wookiee
1: i assume that jedi get trained in basics of languages yeah i don't know why wookiee is one of them i think just for the speed of plot um but like yeah they didn't they didn't want to write in a communications barrier between Ahsoka and Chewbacca. So she understands Wookiee. Um, but I would guess that the Jedi can speak or at least understand most of the major galactic languages like Huttese is what a lot of people speak in the underworld. And
2: yeah, but I but, think
1: every Jedi understands that so far.
2: No. Well, there's always a translator whenever we hear them talking to the Huts, But that could just be for our benefit.
1: I do think it's for our benefit. Yeah. Also, I think Hutts are a little ostentatious and they like having... <laughs> they like the translators.
2: They have, like, sexy C-3PO. Sexy girl 3PO for the Huts. Yes. You know what
1: I'm talking Unfortunately, about? Unfortunately, I, I do know exactly what you mean. <laughs> um,
2: The sexy girl? The sexy girl robot? Oh, earlier you were like, man, there were a lot of annoying voices in this. Literally, no... Shut the fuck up. Not as annoying as my girl. Size noodles. Size
1: noodles. Size noodles.
2: You were like, you were like the annoying voices in this were popping off. No, they weren't.
1: That's true. No, it's weren't. just, Not it's just a couple of the like more memorable ones for me. Really, it's just O.C. Sobek. I, I yeah. that guy drives me nuts. Stupid bug-eyed man.
2: I'm glad he's dead.
1: I also just in little things uh, about the Ahsoka two-parter. This is, I think, as alive as a world has ever felt on screen. The Mm -hmm. the like the flora and fauna animation was insane. Um, I love their stupid little pickup truck speeders. I they're like tricked out Jeeps. They're just uh, they're just hicks. It's it's fun, (laughs) Um, except that they're people hunting, which is not good. The crash of the transport ship I thought was really well done. Um, They Mm -hmm. really figured out how to do like explosions and crashes. And uh, it makes it feel super dynamic and real. And like all the care, everything has weight, which is hard in animation to simulate weight. And it just sort of adds a level of especially in this where Ahsoka has no lightsabers, nothing like she's so close to death at any second, even with all of her skills.
2: Mm-hmm. this this was a uh, this was an arc that will stick with me this was definitely something that
1: it, you're right about the plot being sort of eh but it's so character important yeah. like
2: yes yeah this
1: is I will say no spoilers but this is a huge turning point in Anakin and Ahsoka's relationship that conversation at the end like just the, the, the growth we see in her from the little we just watched the Clone Wars movie recently like the little little baby girl that steps off the ship versus this Ahsoka is night and day. And I her, love that they sort of walk off. They're not their master and apprentice, but they walk off into the sunset as equals essentially Yeah,
2: her. I don't know. Just watching how she's grown has really like
1: to text Calvin a spoiler.
2: Uh, <laughs> um, but she's grown so much. And I, I really am interested because my thing is like the more mature she gets, the clearer it's going to become that Anakin is problematic, that Anakin causes a lot of issues. And I think that that is something that's going to be hard to watch because she's definitely going to go. And I don't know. I don't know how that's going to wind up.
1: So I think, so it's really interesting. This is the thing that really interests me about like the beginning of Mortis is who everyone sees in their vision. Cause Mm -hmm. I, I don't think they're actually like real Um, in a sense. I, I think Obi-Wan sees Qui-Gon because he is still haunted by the, f- the fear that he's failing Anakin and failing Qui-Gon by extension. Anakin sees his mom because he couldn't save her. And Ahsoka sees her future self because she's beginning to doubt Anakin. There's a little part of her that's starting to recognize this, I think.
2: That's so sad. That's really sad.
1: Or like there's Damn. just a little bit of uh, like... She, I think, still looks up to him as her hero, but there is, I think she recognizes that there, certainly that he is different than every other Jedi and that that is not always in a good way.
2: It's hard. It's really hard to hear you say that. Anakin is also my hero and I really don't want to see him become a bad person. I will say also this is a very (laughs) tiny part of
1: Ahsoka and Mortis is preying on their fears and amplifying them. Yes, yeah. But that is... That has been my interpretation of Ahsoka or Ahsoka's vision on Mortis for a while. And I've sort of just now connected it with the others where where I do think I do think everything on Mortis on every level is sort of an allegory and like means more than just the literal thing. And that I think is definitely like sort of it's significant to us whether the Mortis people are manipulating it or not is sort of left up to interpretation, but it's super it's super interesting to think of in in light of what we're gonna see from every character going forward because we get we we'll get some uh we get some more Ahsoka stuff we get a lot of ant- we just we we get a lot of trio stuff uh yeah. in in this part of season four after some very important episodes that Mbar is next right Calvin Mbar is next yeah hell yeah I... Andy I have been waiting over a year for you to watch <laughs> these episodes Calvin and I have been waiting so long this is this is. We can end the podcast here. No, we can't. But no, like we this fucking is cannot. but as yeah. soon as you said the s- stuff you started saying about clones from the very beginning Way of the show. Yeah. Like I think the first Domino Squad episode, Calvin and I were like, "Ooh, this is going to be interesting."
2: Uh-oh. That makes me not want to watch it, but No, no, no. It's Dude. I
1: I will I say s- we're being ominous. It it's not Sunshine and Roses, but it is genuinely some of the best episodes Clone Wars will ever put out. Don't have I it
2: just it had out, a moment. Like, yeah. uh, Sorry. I just had a moment of like dread of like true and honest dread thinking about Anakin, y'all. I I just want to say for the record now on podcast that I hope that he is the chosen one and not in like uh, he brings balance by killing both the good and the bad. I hope that he is the chosen one in the sense of like he ends up being a good person. And even after all the Darth Vader stuff, I hope that it's not like he has to die. I hope that he gets to go back to being Anakin and fingers crossed and also that Ahsoka lives and that maybe huh. she um, actually hold off this is what i'm saying no cuz we talked before we were like ah, Ahsoka finna die i hope that Ahsoka doesn't die and that she is the one who fixes Anakin and not Luke cuz i don't care about the original trilogy <laughs> and the characters in that
1: one yeah that well so it is OGs. it is going to be it is going to be really funny sort of to talk about when we get to the original trilogy Because you will have sort of a very, you're going to go to, it's just going to be a very different frame of reference. I'm curious what
0: you're going to think of them. From literally everybody else, which is what the podcast is about, but like, go on.
1: Yeah. But like, (laughs) but what, but like after now with the context, because prequel Star Wars is very different. And because Jordan, it's just a, they were made 20 years apart. And I'm, I'm just, it's, it's all like the same story and it all fits together and it like is thematically consistent, but it's also, It'll be fun. I'm I'm genuinely I'm, excited. I did I it the other like, way around.
2: I'm gonna start at the beginning with like just a lot of information, you know, and that's weird. That's a weird yeah. thing to think you about. You are gonna.
1: It's funny because like there are bits in the original movie where they like there's just a references to the backstory, and you will be like, I could write th- th- a book on the backstory. I am I'm set on the backstory. I know literally all of the backs and all of the stories.
2: <laughs> They'll be giving exposition, and I'll be like. Swag. I actually I heard that <laughs> move one. along, move along. Move along. Let Did you not done
1: that? Yeah. Catch up, Luke.
2: Yeah. So so what? Next week we have cool clone episodes. Um, what yeah, else hold on. we got? Uh,
0: I do want to make a quick like small note about like the force in these two episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um sure. this is always whenever I see this, this is, I'm always really surprised at how powerful like a forced suggestion can be because they fully like sent the Trandoshan out to like be a decoy and he was like agreeing it wasn't like a you know i can't think of a good it wasn't like in boss Nass and um phantom menace when they were just right there and it was just or like a simple Watto. selection or or Watto, exactly it was like <laughs> maybe quite just was fully shit like at mind there that's yeah yeah you know. i do think I think you can persuade I, modifier on well, her and character I think sheet.
1: Anakin is pretty good at him too and I think there's some there's some interesting ethical stuff about Jedi mind tricks that we can get into and like who's good at them but I think what you can do I've always figured it is that you can plant a really strong suggestion in their mind and that they will sort of act it out for a brief moment of time until they figure out like wait what the hell am I doing yeah well, but so I could think it can enough
0: to do it for that long with, I, I mean, that trendle of motion, motion. What trend ocean, you know, i don't know how great the mental, you know, yeah, force I, say, I think, block, I you think know, they're sort of implied to be dumb as
1: rocks. Yeah. Like they're not, they're not super smart. Well, but also they're like, it's not clear what can resist a Jedi mind trick, but I think there's some species that can automatically. And there's some like, but it, it's also like if you're incredibly mentally strong, you can, mm-hmm. and they're just—they're just hicks. They're—they're they're they're not, not. There's there's yeah. ten brain cells there, and yeah. Ahsoka got five of them to do her work. <laughs> it is weird though, and uh, the Force does change for plot. It's pretty consistent, but they needed it to do that.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. So yeah, interesting.
0: That was that. So next week we do dive into the Umbara arc. But first we have a couple of really great one offs. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about
1: these. I forgot we're in
0: chronological order now. Yeah.
1: God, these are going to get, these are not going to get served at all.
0: (laughs) So yeah, we got, we have shadow warrior. Mercy Mission, and Nomad Droids, and then...
1: Oh, I actually like... I like Mercy Mission. This is unfortunate.
0: I always pair it together with Nomad Droids droids in my mind, so, like, anyway. After those three episodes, we hit Darkness on Umbara, The General, Plan of Descent, and Carnage of Krell. So... I hate that episode title. (laughs) So... Okay. Until next time.
2: Thanks so much for listening!
0: May the force be with you. Swag. Thank you guys for listening to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast. You can find us on Facebook at First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, on Twitter at First Steps SW, and on Instagram at First Steps Star Wars. You can stream us on any of the major podcast handles, and you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Thanks a lot.